Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Lisa H., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Tennessee. Today is Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, and this is a 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we're reading from the big book, and we are on page 164 in the chapter of Vision for You. We're going to be reading and commenting on the first sentence in paragraph three that begins, Abandon Yourself to God. Today's readers, and thank you for Team Wednesday and your service, Tenzin P. for the 12 Steps, Diane C. for the 12 Traditions, readers of the text, Crystal P., Janice P.M., and Dara L., our newcomer greeter is Gail B., and our second-hour host is Betsy H. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, February the 8th, 2022, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 18,522. That's 18522. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, it's 18,523. That's 18523. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Tenzin P. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning, Uh, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Tenzin P. checking in from New York City. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible 
except when to do so would injure them or others. 10, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive eaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you very much. Wishing everyone a blessed day. Thank you, Tenzin P. And I'll now ask Diane C. to please read the 12 traditions. Good morning, everybody. Diane C. from Kenosha, Wisconsin. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Diane C. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on a direction for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, 
Everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book, and we are on page 164, the third paragraph, the very first sentence, and one sentence only, beginning, Abandon Yourself to God. And I will ask Crystal P. to please begin reading. Good morning. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Good morning, this is Crystal P., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Toronto, Canada. This small sentence, it just, it tells me so much about how my relationship with God has changed in the last four years in program. You know, it reminds me of my favorite sentence from the big book, which is on page 59. It says, we stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. And then for me, whenever I was at a turning point, I always thought to myself, abandon meant that there was option A and option B, and I need to go to God and say, okay, please tell me which option I should I should take. I really, really want option A, and abandonment meant I just have to accept that God will always want the option I don't want, and I just have to suck it up and accept it and do it anyway, and that meant I was abandoned. You know, and what what I was taught in this program, and I'm so grateful what's changed is now when I'm at a turning point, I have come to accept that I don't even know what the options are. I don't need to know what the options are. And I don't need to ask God for instructions or directions. I go to him and ask for only his protection and care with complete abandon. Abandon now means to say, I don't even know what is possible. I'm going to just drop like dead weight, like a, like a sleeping baby in God's arms. And the only way I can do that the only way I've come to learn how to do that is because of the second half of this sentence, God as you understand God. The way I understood God had to change so much because the only way I can do that is if I feel safe to fall asleep in his arms. And the only way I can feel safe is if I believe in a God who loves me so much, much more than I love myself, who wants better things for me than I want for myself, and who can take care of me in a way that I cannot take care of myself. And that understanding of God did not happen quickly. I had to let go of so many old ideas that were, were very harsh and very horrible. And the only way that happened, it wasn't through some kind of hard work of mine or intellectualism or, you know, um, sort of working it out and figuring it out. He did it for me. The last four years, he's given me evidence after evidence after evidence to show me how much he loves me. And that is slowly but surely changing how I see him. And every day he continues to give me more evidence that in every new thing that comes up in my life, I'm ready to go to him with abandonment, ask only for protection and care, and fall asleep in his arms knowing that he'll take care of it, even when I feel afraid. Thanks for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Crystal P. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you've shared on any of the vision meetings on Monday or Tuesday, if you'll hold back to let others share. And who would like to share on what was read this morning? Judith S.P. Judith. Reba P. Reba. Janet G. Janet G. Kristen H. Kristen H. Dwight M. Dwight M. 
Ilana, I can hardly hear Devola you. S. S. Okay. Okay. Sounds like that. We have a great start. I have Judith SP, Reba P, Janet G, I think Kristen H, Dwight M, Elena P, and Deborah S. So Judith SP, SP you're up, followed by Reba P. Thank you, and thank you for your service today. Thank you, everyone, for being here. I'm so grateful. My name is Judith S.P. from Maryland, greatly recovered for today. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. When I heard that, as I've heard it many, many times, this morning I got tripped up in my thinking around um, as I understand God. Well... You know, I always thought I understood everything. Not only did I understand everything, but I understood everything for you and everybody else. So this almost, in the initial uh, reading, I went, "Mm, as I understand? Um, However, then I got this great awareness. I've worked the 12 steps, not for the last time, but I've really taken a deep dive into them. And so I have all these steps and all the awakening and all the insight that has accumulated from step one where I was powerless and my life was unmanageable. And I came to believe and so forth and so on. So I now have a new understanding, a clearer understanding, a God-inspired and trusted understanding. So this sentence is like my mission statement. I once heard that a mission statement should be short enough and succinct enough that you put a frightened child in a room and ask them what is their name and they should be able to tell it to you right away. Well, that's a little bit extreme, but my point is that this clear statement says abandon. For me, abandon means, in a beautiful way, surrender, trust, give myself over to God. When I do that, through my own understanding and my continual through the day, reaching out, leaning in, and being with God, I am going to be of service to others in the best way Judith can. And one foot in front of the other, I'm going to continue to strengthen my spirituality and keep my channel to my higher power, which is my creator, front and center. Everything else will follow, but that is what my first middle and last step of each moment of this day will be. So thank you for letting me share, and have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Judith S.P., Reba P., you're up, followed by Janet G. Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive, overeater in Toronto, Canada. Um, you know, this uh, coming paragraph basically summarizes all the steps. It's like a nice, succinct summary of the whole 164 pages. And what does it start with? The word abandon. Um, to leave, give up completely a course of action, a practice, a way of thinking. I didn't come here to abandon my old ways, but it was through defeat um, and 
<laughs> reaching a bottom that I became willing um, to, to let go. And I, I love this business, Abandon Myself. You know, I've heard it said this is not a self-help program. This is a self-abandonment program. Because by putting down the food and working the steps, I am giving up old ways, um, basically old ways of thinking. Um, I give up the self because it tells me that the root of my problem is selfishness and all the manifestations of selfishness. Um, so when I look at somebody um, who has done the work in complete abstinence, these are not the same people. Um, you know, that whole business of ideas, emotions, attitudes, which were once the guiding forces, like are totally, totally rearranged. Um, and I don't often see it in myself, but um, other people can sometimes see that better than I can. We are not the same people. I give up the self and I become the person that God would have me be um, by doing the work. Um, and understanding God, how do I come to understand God? Again, by doing the work and looking at all my old prejudices and judgments and old beliefs and all the things that do not work for me. Um, I was terrified to give up the self, um, the things that I thought I needed, the things I want, the things that I think have to be in place for me to be okay. But God knows better. So, um, yeah, when I get my fingernails off all the things that I put in place of God and I do the work um, and trust, um, God has a better plan. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P. And Janet G., you're up, followed by Kristen H., Janet, if you'll press star one, we can't hear you. Good morning. I'm Janet. There you are. Can you hear me now? Uh, Yes, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Good. Um, I'm Janet G., um, a grateful, compulsive overeater in recovery. Um, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, I have, for today, I can abandon myself to God because he showed me in this short time that he is doing for me what I cannot do for myself. I have tried and tried everything I know, and nothing that I try has ever worked. So um, it was out of faith that I abandoned myself to him, and which to me means surrender completely. Um, He has not let me down. He's been there for me every day unless I take it back and that's my choice but I don't want it back I want his way for me and now I get to be a sponsor and share what I have learned to give back and to 
be truly a part of this fellowship. So for that, I am eternally, or I don't know, eternally, that's, that's I am very grateful. Um, and um, that's my share for today. Thank you very much. I love you all, and I am so glad you're there for me. And I am so grateful to be a part of this wonderful recovery. Thank you. Thank you, Janet G. And Kristen H., you're up, followed by Dwight M. Hi, this is Kristen H. Can you can I be heard? Yep. Uh, this is Kristen H., a compulsive overeater in Houston, Texas. Um, you know, this is the second of a couple things that have happened to me already this morning at 6 in the morning that have reminded me of the transformation that I'm going through. I'm, I'm coming back from relapse, and I've been having a really hard time reconnecting with my higher power. And um, I had an experience on Sunday that reminded me my higher power is way bigger than what I've been making it. And I've been trying to abandon myself to something that is human-sized. Um, but for me, my higher power is massive. It encompasses everything in the universe that I know and that I don't understand. And so surrendering myself to something that was, I was making so small was impossible. I was begging my higher power, uh, you know, and trying like I, like it was, you know, my, my friend from down the street, which for me isn't, isn't a big enough power. And so it's, I've had this really amazing experience. I've been using the analogy in my head, and I haven't said it out loud because I know that it isn't really the right way to say it, but I keep thinking of myself as clawing my way back from relapse, like I'm climbing the you know walls of Mordor trying to drop the one ring of sugar into the into the flames. And that's not abandonment, that's struggle. And I'm coming back to the fact that I have to lean back and breathe in this light of my higher power and connect with that. And it's not about clawing my way back. It's about gently falling back into the kind of cloud that is my higher power. So um, like I said, I'm returning from relapse. If anyone has any experience to share, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for letting me share and for your service. Thank you, Kristen H. And Dwight M., you're up, followed by Atlanta P. Hi, good morning. Dwight M. from Springfield, Ohio, gratefully recovered for today. Uh, by God's grace and strength and power. Thank you for your service. Um, I've told this story before, this analogy before, but it really came to mind today with we abandon ourselves to God as we understand God. There's a little two-year-old toddler standing on the shore of a beach. There's waves lapping at her feet, and she's standing up as tall as her one-foot frame will carry her with her arms wide open, stretched wide open there as though she's about to hug the ocean or as though she's about to be hugged by the ocean. And I imagine this is our abandonment to God, is this complete willingness to reach out and be embraced by the infinite power that is our our higher power, our God, what I call God. I just imagine that that same power that created the universe is the same power that's within us when we work these 12 steps. That same power that creates all the goodness and love and grace that there is in life. That same power is there to help us to recover when we need to have some help from not eating that cookie at night that you're children left out on the table when we're cooking and we want to take a compulsive bite while we're preparing the food all these things we can pray and ask our higher power to give us the power we need to recover and to stay abstinent 
and I know that without that power, I'm I'm cooked. <laughs> uh, no no pun intended, or maybe pun intended. But uh, I just am really grateful for the way that God's love and power are so vast, vast as the oceans of the earth, and even more vast than we can imagine. I, I heard another caller talking about that, just the, the bigness of our God. We can relax and lean back into the arms of grace, lean back into the arms of our Creator, knowing that our Creator carries us, especially when we're uh, feeling like we can't go on anymore. But there is recovery there is uh, there is recovery, and I'm grateful for my recovery today, and I couldn't do it without you all either, so I'm really grateful for you. Thanks for being on the line, and thanks for listening to me. I appreciate it. I'll pass. Thank you, Dwight M. And Alana P., you're up, followed by Deborah F. Good morning, uh, Lisa. Thank you, everyone, on Team Wednesday for your service. My name is Ilana P. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, anorexic bulimic um, from Maryland. And I just uh, have been wanting to share about uh, these last couple of paragraphs, and I'm so grateful I have a chance today. This sentence, abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Um, Yeah, what stood out for me was uh, as I understand God. And uh, for years I was in and out of this program, and in the last um, uh, over a year, um, I got to a point where uh, before then I had been trying to understand God. I had been trying to understand what is my higher power? Uh, Where is my higher power? What does it look like? Um, Is it this way or is it that way? And I wasn't getting anywhere except back into the food. And finally, I was able to, what it says right here, abandon myself to God but more importantly for me, I surrendered everything I thought I knew about my higher power. And I was willing to just let go of all the analyzing, all the trying to figure it out and and uh, say, I give up. And whoever, whatever you are, I don't understand. I never will understand. And it's okay. It's okay so that I can proceed with all the steps and Um, I have been just so blessed with my recovery in this past year and uh, felt closer to God than I've ever felt before and seeing God work in my life. um, Every day I see it. And if I hadn't just let go of all my preconceived notions, I wouldn't be here today in this place that I am. So grateful to be here. And um, I... I've had some experiences this past year that, like I said, just proved to me uh, in my own mind that my God is with me and is guiding me and is showing me every step of the way what what I'm supposed to do and be uh, for God. And I'm grateful to be here, grateful for all of you, and I pass. Thank you, Alana P. And Devorah S., you're up. Hi, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to hear you all. My name is Devorah S., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. And, you know, I'm just um, I'm just listening and hearing such wonderful words. You know, all my years of going to religious school, I didn't hear these messages. And coming here into OA for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, you know, just 
be constantly learning about what is it to abandon myself to God. And of course, coming into program, the first form of abandonment that I did was I had to put the food down and get abstinence. And, and that was big. And I needed to pray. I needed to bring God into that just to get every dial, just to get through the day of not eating my foods that I was, that I turned to throughout the day. Um, because the food was my higher power. That's what I abandoned myself. Everything, I, the, everything, all roads turn to the food. You know, thank you, God, today, you know, many years later and working the step. You know, what I'm, what I'm learning is I have to abandon myself to, to just God and nothing else. I don't abandon myself. I can't abandon myself to people, to places, to things. All those things don't get me anywhere. Um, it doesn't relieve me, but when I put my trust and reliance on my higher power, I, I see results. I see that God knows what's best for me. That's it. God knows what's best for me. And, um, and you know, it's, I have to work on this every day. It's not that I just go wake up in the morning and, uh, uh-uh, I have to get reacquainted, re, re, um, re, uh, what, you know the word I want, but I need to constantly be working on this relationship with my higher power. Um, it doesn't just come. And that's why that pause is so important. You know, when I pause and I can bring, you know, higher power in, ask for spiritual help, the phone calls, the fellowship, the prayers, the meditation, all these things are, are ways that I abandon myself to God. And, you know, what does God want from me? You know, all God wants is that I should just, you know, follow in his, he, you know, how do I know my, how do I know my God? The way God knows me with patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And that's how I need to be with others. You know, the way, the, the characteristics that God gives over to me, that's how I know I, I, I can be of service to other people. And, um, you know, God is my greatest teacher. You know, he and 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 that's that's how I can abandon myself to him, to learn from him and to how to treat others. So really grateful. You know, it's a process. I, I work on it every day. It's, some, it's not easy. You know, the fears come up. What helps me a lot is to know that my my value doesn't come from others. When fears come up, you know, what other people sort of think or say. I have to know that I'm a child of God and God loves me and my self-worth comes from him. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, Devorah F. And this morning, we are on page 164 in the third paragraph, reading the first sentence only, abandon yourself to God as you understand God. And who else would like to share on that sentence? Bonnie Jennifer. Charles, Charles Okay, Bonnie, Charles, Jennifer, Joanne C. Vasa O. Somebody J. Okay. Um, Joanne C. Okay, hang on. Um, Just be sure if you shared on Monday or Tuesday um, this week that you're not sharing today, but. Okay, um, I've missed some people, but I haven't. You'll have to give me the first initial of your last name. Bonnie S. Charles. Jennifer. I missed someone between Bonnie and Charles. Rachel. Okay, Rachel. 
And I if think you all, it would you... me. Say again? I think it might have been me you missed, Kim A. <clears throat> okay. All right. Now, this is what we're going to go with. I have somebody, J. Who was that, J? Joanne C. Okay, I've got Joanne C. Somebody, J. Okay. Shalkia J. Wendy. Wendy okay, S. I can't. Okay, so when I get to you, I can't, I can't understand the person whose last initial is J. You may have to spell your name for me, but you're on the list. I have Bonnie Rachel, Kim, Charles, Jennifer C, Vasa O, somebody J, and Joanne C. So I think that's what we'll go with. Bonnie, um, I hope I have this in the right order. Bonnie, you're up, followed by Rachel. Thank you so kindly. Can I be heard, Lisa? Yes, Bonnie, and if you'll give me the first initial of your last name. Absolutely. Bonnie B, from Minnesota, but currently in Fort Myers, Florida. Grateful for your service, and what a blessing to be able to share on this last paragraph. Oh, most of the focus for me is that is going to be on abandoning myself to God. Um, you know that step three to me was incredibly challenging because there was so much in my closet. I had so many fears and had so much stuff that was hidden that the idea of um, abandoning myself to God and to other people um, terrified me. But this is what the Lord dropped into my heart. And what he dropped into my heart was, all I'm asking you to do is open up your hand. Just come before me and open the palm of your hand up. And, and, and whatever's in that, in the palm of your hand, I'll take that. And that's exactly what I need to take. And I'll show you um, how much I care for you. And every single time he took something and I saw what he did with it, which was always to get, give me freedom to, like, um, place me in a position where I could trust him more, I found myself more willing to once again open the palm of my hand back up. Um, I thought it had to be done perfectly. And my experience is that the God that I serve is not looking for perfection. He just wants my heart. So I wake up every morning and I just offer him my heart. And I go throughout the day by offering, offering him my heart. And I do that through 10 steps. You know, life happens. Um, to all of us, and there's nothing perfect about it. And the, and the big book talks about trudging our way, right? We're trudging, we're making our way, but we're, we, we're making our way with each other. There was another um, word picture that he had given me one morning, and it was, um, although I've never done this, it was of someone who was um, skydiving, and the idea being you jump out, but you jump out knowing that you've got a parachute. And when you pull that zip cord, you're going to float and you can enjoy everything that you're looking at. Um, my life before that was um, one of being pushed out of an airplane and being terrified of hitting the ground going, you know, I don't know what the speed would be, but of imploding when I hit the ground. So the abandoning myself went from being something that was very fearful to something that I embraced because every time I open up the palm of my hand and say, God, this is yours, whether it be, you know, one of our six children, our grandchildren, my husband, his health, every time I get to open my hand up and give it to him, I become more free. And I find myself more connected, not just with him, but with others. So this is, um, this program has been a gift, a very special gift to me. And it has been um, such a privilege to be able to learn and grow as I give my 10 steps away. And I am, um, I guess I'll pass with that, but I thank you so much and have a blessed day, everyone. Once again, Bonnie B, 
um, from Minnesota, but currently in Fort Myers, Florida. Thank you, Bonnie B. And Rachel, you're up, followed by Kim A. And Rachel, if you'll give me the first initial of your last name. Did I get that right? Star Rachel one? W. It's Rachel Thank W. Thank you, Rachel W. Go ahead. Rachel W. from North Carolina, um, compulsive overeater and so, so grateful. Um, this is my first time sharing on this line after three years of listening on a really regular basis and abandon myself to God as I understand God. Um, there's so much in this for me. Um, when I hear abandon myself, um, you know, I think of my small self. I think of abandoning my ego self. I think of abandoning all of my plans for my life, abandoning my plans for today, opening myself up. And when I worked these steps, I had the ability to empty myself out to actually, for a change, feel like a vessel and feel like a channel for something higher than myself that could come through me. And so for me, abandoning myself to God means opening myself as a channel for divine flow into this human material plane. Um, and, and I don't have to understand God. The God as I understand it is just an experience. And it's an experience that I have when I act in ways that I don't want to in service of others. When I pick up the phone and there's some synchronistic phone call from somebody else in program or somebody else that I can help in some way that I wouldn't imagine. When I abandon myself to God, um, God shows up. God fills that void. I'm not actually abandoning myself when I'm opening myself up to God and God is filling me. In a sense, I'm finding that truer part of myself. I'm finding the part of myself that's connected to the divine, that is a spark of the divine, that is a fractal of a source consciousness, that is the power that flows everything in perfect order. And my instincts and my ego and my separateness is what's kept me in the food and so when I work these steps, I can connect with others and I can connect with something that allows me to be absolutely free. Um, and it's not abandoning myself at all. It's finding myself in God. It's, it's finding my true self. It's abandoning an ego. It's abandoning protectors and just trusting that the universe can catch me. And this program has allowed me to do that. And it's given me a career and a meaning and a purpose and a daily structure that allows me to feel the presence of something flowing through me most of the time. Um, and I am so, so grateful. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Rachel W. And Kim A., you're up, followed by Charles H. Hey, good morning. This is Kim A. from New York City. Um, they're assuming that by the time we get to this point page 164 that we have recovered by working the steps and when I used to try to work the steps before I had a sponsor who took me through as they're written in the big book you know I would half the time I would try to do it without a sponsor and I would just try to figure things out as I went and I probably took step three like 845,000 times of course what what a what an obvious thing. Do I want to turn my will and my life over to the care of a higher power? Well, sure, my, my thoughts and my actions aren't working on my own. I didn't know how to do it. 
But I would try to do it anyway. So I would make all these, like, resolutions, just like I would make all these resolutions with my food. Like, yeah, today I am not going to try to control people, and I am not going to be selfish, and I am not going to be manipulative. But I was just as powerless over that as I was over my food. I'm not going to eat sugar. I'm not going to eat past whatever time. I'm going to do this and that. And the thing is, is that when we work the steps, as they're written, when we're following these directions, the steps are written to teach us how to turn our will and our life over to a higher power. Um, making the decision is important, but most of us don't really know what that means um, to make that decision. We just know we're willing to do it, right? But the way that we do it is by taking these actions that are in the rest of the steps. And so by the time we get to 164, we are actively in steps 10, 11, and 12. And I always heard that referred to as the maintenance steps, and so I thought it was kind of like, you know, like a maintenance weight. <laughs> like once you get there, you're supposed to stay there. Um, but I heard it explained, I think it was on Joe and Charlie, that it's not about like staying at the same level. It's about like maintaining a car, right? To maintain a car, you have to be on top of it. You have to make sure that you're doing what's necessary to keep it running. And so it's the same with my recovery. I don't care how long I'm recovered. If I'm not actively in 10, 11, and 12 all day, every day, then I'm not abandoning myself to God. Because the way that I do that is, you know, my sponsor still sometimes responds to my 10 steps throughout the day if I'm not seeing something. Because you know, left to my own devices, my mind is still pretty wonky. And, you know, none of us have any kind of like perfect recovery. You know, they tell us in the big book that it's about spiritual growth, right? None of us can have spiritual perfection. And the way that I do that is, you know, every time I see my thinking is off, you know, I'm Fine. selfish in some way. Thanks. I'll wrap up. So, you know, making sure that I'm following those directions and maintaining myself, staying on top of myself, it, it's like a muscle that gets stronger and stronger, and that's how I abandon myself to God every day. Kim A., New York City, Recovered Available Sponsor. Thanks, I passed. Thank you, Kim A. And Charles H., you're up, followed by Jennifer C. Hi, Charles H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. And I'm not clearing up nothing. I'm a, this is my position. Um, I, I, I don't understand God. I try to stand under God, and I don't abandon myself perfectly because if I do it, did, I wouldn't be in this program. You know, I have to go back to the, the previous paragraph where it says we, we constantly do this. That means we continually do this stuff. Like, I don't get an A-plus in recovery. Uh, I get an A-plus in addiction. Um, I, you know, Bill said on page 11, and he said this perfectly, to Christ, and that's my higher power, and I don't care who say something, and somebody run in on my three minutes of fame, I'm going to destroy you because you're disrespectful ahead of time. I'll let you know. To Christ I conceded, a great man not to follow too closely by those who claim him. That's me. Set aside prayer helps a lot. Um, but no matter what, I still, you know, I still... I used to try to fake perfection because y'all, y'all on the line sounds so good and so perfect. I try to be like y'all, but you know, I had to set that aside and be like, no more faking perfection, Charles. You're a finite human being, and this is why 
if I disclose myself to, to God, um, then I will, I, at the end of the day, things will work out. I don't wait till the end of the day to do a 10-step. I know I can't do that because the time is ticking. Um, I am so finite on a daily basis. Y'all always hear me say I turn into a pumpkin at 12.01 a.m., but it's way before that, and it's constantly. I don't fake perfection today. So if, you, so if you're a victim of one of my 11-step uh, reviews, you go, you're probably going to be like, damn, and squinching up your face like, oh, my God, is this guy recovered? No, this guy is real. This guy is authentic. This guy is going to tell you the truth. I am not going to fake perfection. He, he's, oh, man, he's super recovered, man. No, he's a finite and under his God completely. It's like God is a big old umbrella, and I'm still got half my body outside the umbrella because I don't abandon properly. I do addiction properly. I get an A-plus in addiction. That's why if I constantly continue to, to, to do this work, I will get better. I'm not here because I'm so super incredible. I'm a legend in my own mind. That's the problem. So I'm so grateful for the isms, the indescribable short memory, I see me. Um, I'm grateful to admit my flaws to you so that when a newcomer comes in, they'll be like, oh, okay, I could identify in. When I, when I came to Vision in 2013, after I heard this message um, in, a, in a Miami face-to-face meme, it sounded like chalkboard, bro. Like, oh, my God, it's so great and, and, and incredible. But that's not the truth. We're all here. We're all equal. Um, and I, I love you guys so much. So with that, I pass. Thank you, Charles. Perfect timing. Jennifer C., you're up, followed by Vasa O. Hey, good morning to all my favorite people. So thankful for this meeting this morning, all your beautiful shares. Um, You know, admitting my fault implies that, you know, there's a standard for me today, right? Like, and I don't write the standard. I admit my faults to God. Therefore, God has a standard. There's a bullseye in my life today. I don't make the bullseye, right? Like, because my bullseye gets rationalized and justified. God has a bullseye. And I think about the four absolutes from the Oxford group, you know, honesty, honesty with myself, honesty with others um, in what I say and what I do and in what I think, unselfishness. Am Am I willing whenever possible to help another person, love? Am I loving God today with all my heart? Am I loving God or am I loving myself? Because I can still be loving myself all day long and not be in the food. Purity. Am I aiming for purity in my mind, in my body, in my purpose today, right? Like this undivided self. And it's not about perfection, but it's about perseverance. Because I keep aiming for God's will. And when I don't have clarity in what that is, I can remember these four absolutes. Let's keep it real simple, right? So, you know, for me, first things first, the food. Like, if and when food becomes an option, I look at honesty. Am I being honest about the the distinct entity that I'm in, right? Like, my identity as an addict. Am I being honest with myself about this? Um. You know, food, excess food, compromising around food in any way. Like, this disease is out to destroy my 
life. It wants to steal from me. It wants to kill me. And it wants to completely destroy whatever ground I have gained so far in my recovery. So purity, as soon as I mess with food, guess what? My loyalty is divided. I can't serve two gods. I can't serve God and the phenomenon of craving. I can't have both. So am I being honest about how clean I really have to be to not trigger that allergy, right? And at this point in the work, like someone else shared, last paragraph on page 164, right? So like I've already conceded to my innermost self that God has to be God. Because if I'm a real alcoholic, then I must abandon myself. I don't have an option. That's what this book tells me. Have I conceded to that reality? I have to be all in with God as my sufficient substitute, right? I need a sufficient substitute. And I need to be all in just like I'm all in during a binge, right? Like just like I'm willing to go to any length to feed that monster. I need to be willing to go to any length for this sufficient substitute today. And thank you all for, for just your willingness to keep coming back and not give up before the miracle happens. With that, I pass. Thank you, Jennifer C. And Vasa O, you're up, followed by someone whose last initial is J. Vasa? Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for your service. I'm Vasa, grateful recovering compulsive overeater eater from uh, Fort Charlotte, Florida. And I just love the last paragraph because that's where I am, but it took me a long, long time to get to where we are today. So it is abandon yourself to God as uh, you understand God, it was a gradual process for me to let go and let God. But going through the 12 steps and studying the steps and doing what we are supposed to be doing, it, um, it's, it's amazing the freedom I've been able to receive uh, with, uh, with the food addiction in, in many areas of my life. But my number one um, surrender, uh, abandonment, abandoned for me. I needed to put the food down, put the food in God's hands, which I didn't know I could do that, you know, and uh, or higher power, and uh, because it was just going to going to kill me if I kept on doing what I was doing. So I remember my sponsor when I came at the beginning said, set aside the set aside prayer, the set aside prayer. Um, uh, put everything aside, you know, by yourself, about God, about um, the food addiction that you've been trying to conquer all those years that you couldn't achieve it, um, about, you know, with people, places, things, you know, I had a lot of control, which I didn't know that was a control in those years um, because I didn't have a higher power. I, it was me. I was my own higher power till I came to the 12 steps, till I surrendered to a higher power with a food addiction. And God was waiting for me with open arms. I just needed to go and knock on the door and knock on the door. And he, he had his, I mean, I, need, I have to visualize like that. God was waiting for me with his love, with all his heart. I just needed 
to go to him, but I did not know I could go. And I grew up with fear for punishing God. And my sponsor said, you know, you can have my higher power. You can have my God. I guess the God that you had before, he wasn't doing very good in your life, you know. But looking back now, yeah, God was there. I just didn't recognize him that he was there. So, um, again, to me, there's no graduation. I've said this many, many times uh, from this program. I just have to press on and do more and more. And the more I come, the more I feel like a child, like a student, the more I need to know. Thank you, Azapra. Because of you. Because when you share, I, I receive so much from you. It's more that I get than I give. Thank you for letting me share that path. Thank you, Basa O. And and the next person, this last initial is J. Um, you'll have to spell your first name for me. And Joanne C., if you will hang around um, for the second hour, um, I would appreciate that. So, the, the Hi, this is Shelkia J. Can you hear me? Unfortunately, yes, we won't be able to stay. Okay, so my name is Shelkia F. J. O. U. K J E Shalkia J from Ohio. Thank you. Please share with us. Yes. So thank you so much for hearing me. I know my name is really hard. It's the it's a Dutch name. So, anyways, compulsive overeater. I'm I'm originally from Belgium, living in Ohio, and currently in Florida. Yay, yay, God. And that's another reason. Um, abandon myself to God. I have to abandon myself my finite self, somebody said it earlier. And um, as long as I, I try to do that every day to abandon my finite self to my infinite God, then I may have a chance to um, live a good life because he has such a, a much better plan than I do for myself. Um, it's just incredible. Beyond my wildest dreams, I'm getting um, information and, and gifts from God as long as I decide to turn my will and my life over to the care of God every single day. And uh, this week, again, was a really good example for me that other people's lives are none of my business. I don't even know how to control uh, what I put in my mouth. So how in the world would I even be able to control anything in this in this world? Um, and so that's why this, this one sentence is so powerful but it's really, really um, something I have to remember on an hourly basis. I have to abandon myself. I have to let go and let God. I have to remember that his will be done, not mine. And I have to um, do that with all things in my life, not just food. And it's a daily reminder. So I'm so grateful to be um, sharing on on this meeting and with that I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sulky J. And thank you to everyone who shared this morning. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 18,526. That's 18526. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And Janice PM, will you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. 
certainly will. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you, to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us, pardon me, as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.